previously on Valiant. So you're here at the Temple of the Whisper. Ziadani, you notice some colorful, like, yeah, colorful, rainbow, a kaleidoscope of colors just faintly shimmering beneath the water surface. You all uh, not see it? When Ziadani walks over to the water, a creature rises up. It looks like a skeleton, and it's got a big old tongue. Who says, let's roll initiative. has already been rolled and this Ooh. undead is first so that's fine what a rude boy yes uh this undead goes first and it's gonna just step up and try to whip siadani with its tongue not very cool um whip siadani with its tongue for a 34 to hit well using my essence point because I don't want to be crit again in this combat. <laughs> uh, I will I will cheat a little bit and say, hold on to that essence point. It's fine. Oh, okay. Well, whether or not it's a crit doesn't make a, a, a difference. So unless you want it to re-roll and try to not hit you at all. is No, okay. Sucky. We'll keep, keep this crit on me then. Okay. It doesn't deal any damage. Instead, um, oh. when the tongue touches you, it requires you to make a fortitude save. Gross. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, that was Will. Sorry. Uh, so it's two lower, so it's 20. Okay. Uh, 20 is going to be a failure. Oh. What did I roll? I rolled an eight. Your, your body starts to go numb where it got hit. So up to you if you want. Oh, I don't like that at all. Up. Okay, yeah. I'll I'll use this I'll use this hero point that I gained immediately after gaining it. <laughs> and let's see if I roll higher than an eight. No. No. Okay. <laughs> okay, I rolled a six. So I've gone down from twenty eighteen. I hope that's not a crit failure now. Um no, it's not a crit failure. Okay. Um, but you do become right, paralyzed. Wait. I want to use shared luck to use my mm. halfling luck to let a reroll saving throw. But uh, I think that also has a fortune trait, so you can only do one of those on a given roll. Uh, nope, just the halfling trait. No, but does does your halfling luck itself have the fortune trait? Because you're using halfling oh. luck on her, right? Yeah, halfling luck has a fortune trait. Shared luck doesn't. Yeah, well, shared luck is saying you use your halfling luck on her, and halfling luck itself has it. Okay, fair enough. I'm sorry, Owen. It's not going to work here. I will be mean and not let this happen, because that's what the rules say. Bad luck. I rolled so well. I rolled so well in initiative. What has this thing done to me? Uh, it's paralyzed you. I just told you. No. Uh, and then it uses its final action to swipe at you with a claw. Uh, and seeing... Paralyzed. You are paralyzed, mm -hmm. but I don't know if that's going to change your AC enough for it to matter. 
Uh, you're flat-footed. Mm-hmm. So 19 versus your flat-footed. I mean, I'm sure that hits hit. me. That. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, well, paralyzed. It only it only makes you flat footed when you're paralyzed. Okay, no, that misses me then. Okay, somehow it misses. It's your turn, Zidani. Um, you can't do anything. Yeah. Um, unless you want to recall recall knowledge. I don't think that'll work that... for me because I already rolled pretty well on my nature, and it wasn't a fay. Well, you didn't see this thing, you know. That's true. That's true. I could roll another nature check on it. Um, but it wouldn't be nature for this thing. It would be right. Religion. Right, which I don't have. Okay, well then, uh, uh, you can't really do much else, uh, and you you can attempt another fortitude save to break from your paralysis. All right, let's see. I rolled a natural twenty. You are no longer paralyzed. Good job. Yay! There it goes. Well, you're one. <laughs> that was a, a waste of a turn. All right. Yeah. Saren's turn. I am. Where am I? Uh. I believe I am going to cast heroism on Avi. Cool. Uh, Plus one to attacks and skills and AC and perception checks. Thank you. And perception. Uh, and then I cast shield. Attack skills. And saves. Uh, attack rolls, perception, saving throws, and skills. So not AC. Everything but AC. And then I cast shield. I'm Thank cast you. Shield. Cast shield. All right. Sarna's turn, who is now a buff Sarna. A buffer Sarna. You you can always get buffer is what I is what I say. It's my motto. Mm-hmm. You've been saying it every episode so far. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so does this creature look incorporeal? No, it's a physical creature. Cool. It's got physical body. It is just mostly bone though. All right. I'm gonna hop into the fountain and flank this thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you run up behind it in the water. Um, yep. Luckily, the water is only we'll say we'll say it's knee deep for you. All right. So um, I will I will swing at it with my sword, like I do. That's a twenty six to hit. Does that include the plus one from heroism? Uh, no, that's a twenty seven to hit. Okay, well that's a hit. Awesome, and. That's going to be a 12 slashing. Okay. And um, I'm going to roll it again. I'm going to do this whole thing uh, with multiple attack penalty, but plus the heroism. Uh, if I entered my commands correctly, that would help. There we go. Oh, that one's only a 16. I had some miss, unfortunately. Ain't gonna do it. Okay, and with my last action, mm-hmm. I raise my shield. You right can't. In this you used one action to move in armor. Oh, I move. Okay, well then, that's fine. I don't raise my shield and uh, pray for the best. It's Ev's turn. Ev's like, hmm. Do I know what this is? And I will make a call knowledge, I'm guessing, religion? Yes. Oh, roll a 17 for a 25. 
Hey, you know, this is a morgue. Oh. Uh, morgues are weird undead that have paralyzing tongues. Um, and if you are slain by a morgue, you can rise as a morgue later. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you already knew about the paralysis. So we'll, we'll say that you know that uh, bludgeoning damage is the way to go to be most effective against these guys. Yeah. So, like throwing guns at them or something like. What? So, <laughs> I've just quickly says um, we should bludgeon them as much as possible before they paralyze us and make us rise as morgues. So use the hammer, throw the gun, whatever you need to do, and then Ev will. I think Ev's gonna go right into. Yeah. Have uh, Ev will look to Sarna and say, Mudawaharaka. And all of a sudden, Sarna feels like they're moving faster as Ev casts haste on Sarna. Thank you. Sarna's got buffs. All the buffs. Uh, it's the Morgue's turn, who turns on Sarna and also tries to whip Sarna with its tongue. Gross. Uh, 20 just misses. Uh, <clears throat> then it goes for its claws. 21, 19. Wow, Morg not doing very great. Uh, Ziodani's turn. All right. Well... There's not a lot that I could do for bludgeoning damage because uh, some of us did not take pistol whip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's not going to work out for me. Um, I could punch it, but I think yeah, I will just. Could, ask... I mean, you could, if you yeah. had um, a focus point again, you could turn mm. into an ape. No, I would have needed to rest for 10 minutes Sorry. to regain my focus point that I used to clear the rocks. Uh, I am, yeah, I'm, I'm going to cast Electric Arc, is what okay. I'm going to do. So it makes a reflex saving throw. It fails. Well, it takes nine electricity damage. Yeah, take that. Uh, and then I think I will just, uh, if it doesn't talks of opportunity, is there anything that would stop me from just firing my pistol from point blank? No. I'm going to do that then. You attempt to shoot it in the face. Yeah, I have a 28 to hit. 28 hits, yeah. So I do three piercing damage. Okay. All done. And it, and it looks real cool. It looks super cool, and Sarna doesn't even blink when the gun goes off. Doesn't startle Sarna at all. Uh, Saren's turn. Saren is going to move up, and since I was told to throw a pistol at it, I will lob a throwing pistol at it. I will hit a 29. 29 hits. That succeeds. Okay. I think it does. 3d6 now. 3d6 plus 4, yeah. Eight! Eight mighty points of damage. On 3d6. It's still good. <clears throat> but at least it's bludgeoning. It is bludgeoning. Sarna's turn. I am going to... Um, 
step slightly to uh, the side and uh, use reaction Billy Goat Ring. Okay. So go ahead and uh, stepping to the side so it I don't fail directly into Ziadani. By it, do you mean the it fails at save? Yes, it fails at save against your three actions. Three Billy Excellent. Goats ring. My three Billy Goats. So that's going to be rolling 66. 19 force damage. Let's see how force damage treats it. It, it takes it full damage. Awesome. And, and that back. is my whole turn with the step and the three actions from Quicken. So you push it out of this pool. Now it's out into the, the main chamber, uh, leading into Ev's turn. And Ev will point at it and chant, Ya Barithi, as water comes up from that pool, gathers into a thin line of ice on his finger, and then fires off at the creature. Uh, spell tech roll, so... Is my plus 12 right now? Yes, well. For a 25 to hit. 25 hits. Wonderful, so it's gonna be 3d4 plus four, I believe. Oh, also for eight damage. Hey, you're gonna take this thing down eight damage at a time. <laughs> no big deal. And then Ev just follows it up with Angaho oh. in a invisible, well, part only momentarily visible field of force appears for him as he casts shield. Okay, what is this more going to do? I don't think it likes any of you. Um, in particular, we'll have it move back in towards Sarna. <laughs> And attempt to claw 27 to hit. That does hit, yes. Okay, gets you for 11 slashing. And it uses its final action to grab you. Leading into Zadani's turn. All right. I am going to uh, electric arc it again. Mm-hmm. We've got another eight. Yeah, eight <laughs> damage. Uh, yeah, it takes the full eight damage. All right, all right. Uh, and then when I shot it last time, did uh, my bullet kind of just like go through its bones? Go through yes. its bone holes? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, then I will not shoot it again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to intimidate it. All right. Go ahead. I rolled 16. <laughs> it doesn't even notice yeah, you trying to do anything. Go go on, Undead. You get get out of here, Undead. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my incredible intimidate. That's my, that's my expert, my expert role playing for my 16. F, uh, F just last. That's amazing. You get, get out of here. You get, get out of here. You lay back down in that water. Yeah, get back <laughs> in that hole. The Saren's turn. Varmints. All right, I will cast a shield and throw a throwing pistol. I'll hit a 22. Do it. 22 is a miss, unfortunately. 
Okay. I live with it. You live with it. Sarna's turn. I am going to... Um... Oh, I don't even need to move because it's right next to me. Your mistake. Uh, I'm going to roll a attack to hit it with a, with a, my flame blast thingy, which is, I don't know if that's what it's actually called. Mm -hmm. 31. That hits. Awesome. Um, so for that, that is 1d6 fire damage for every two levels. So it's going to be 3d6. Flare Bolt is what it's called. Um, seven. Man, I was so close to hitting the magic number of eight. But yeah, I'm going to scorch seven, uh, seven fire damage on this bad boy. Okay. Uh, you have two. You have an action and your quickened action left. Excellent. Um, and... So I can't do that same thing again because of the, because it's it's not, um, it's two actions and not applicable for Quicken. So what I, this does not have the attack trait, great. So I'm gonna try swinging it with my sword and swing my sword and doing as much damage as I can. Wait, the, the Flare Bolt doesn't have it? The Flare Bolt does not have an attack trait, no. That's very strange. I don't know if I believe that's how it should be. Um, only I because mean, you I made a spell I... attack roll. Oh, you're right. Oh, man. Trait inheritance. Um, actually, this probably... Oh, my God. I'm just going to write down this is probably errata. Don't mind me. <laughs> I can't believe that. I find errata everywhere I go. Um, okay, so I will take my multiple attack penalty. Yeah, minus five. Um, and that is only an 18, so that's probably not going to do it. Correct. And then I have one more action, right? Yes. So let's say that strike that I just failed was my quickened action, and now I'm going to raise my shield. Okay. Ev's turn. I think Ev is going to... No one looks particularly bad, right? So, nope. Yeah, I think Ev will try his Ray of Frost again. Yabaridi! And he points as that water gathers and an icy ray flies off. That's another... D28 plus 12... For a 27, which I think is what That's I got last hit. time. Success. Yeah, 3d4 plus full wall. Better damage, 11. More than 8. Wow. <clears throat> and then right. another Ungaho for another shield. Another shield. All right, so the Morgue will spend an action to continue holding on to Sarna. Then it's going to try to whip Sarna with its tongue. Uh, this is a 37. That's going to do it. Oh, I'm going to use an essence point for that. Okay. Again, this tongue doesn't deal damage. It just incurs the paralysis. Of... Right. But if I can definitely uh, re-roll okay. it if you want to. Um, yeah, I'm going to re-roll it. Okay. 21. Against what? Against, Is that against? I guess your AC. My AC? Yeah, that's not going to hit. Okay. Um, 
then it's going to try to claw. No, that misses again. Wow, good job. All you can do is grab people. So yeah, Donnie's turn. All right, I'm going to cast Electric Arc again. Okay. Uh, I will deal the new number 11 of damage. <laughs> Uh, it saves though. It only takes five. Oh, damage. it takes five. Okay, and then I'm going to move into flanking with Sarna. Great. Saren's turn. Well, it hasn't proven particularly effective yet, but uh, I'm going to give it at least one more try. I will go ahead and cast shield and try a throwing pistol. I have four throwing sure. pistols, so I can I can see if maybe one of them works better than the others. 30! Much like people switch dice when they're yeah, rolling absolutely. at a game table. Uh, eight, uh, 30 is... Uh, that hits, yes. Okay. Now it's 15 damage. Much better. 15, 15 damage is actually enough to destroy the morgue. Woo send it to the morgue. Oh, God. The throwing pistol is really the MVP yep. of this game. Sure is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and now when Saren recovers those, that one he's going to tie a ribbon to, so he knows which one did that. Yeah, good call. Does Saren have names for these pistols? Not yet, but that one's going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I he's currently leaning towards the Kaboomerang. Ooh, <laughs> I like that's that. pretty good. That's I pretty like good. That. Yeah, I support. All right. Um, hey, the room is up here safe, but there's still this water and the, the matter of weird, shimmery, colorful stuff beneath the water. Oh, well, I guess I'll look for that magic now. And everyone... Yeah, I mean, I'm in here. I'm going to do a detect magic. And that does as well. You don't get anything on detect magic. Hmm. Okay. And you see uh... Ab shake his head and shrug. I'm gonna again, roll... Zidane is the only one that can see this color. Yeah, I guess I'm going to roll a perception check to investigate it. Sure. Oh, I have an incredible 16. I rolled a 2. Well, you are very close to it, so at least you get a yeah. chance to look. What, what you're seeing is that whatever this light is, it looks to be very translucent, as if it's almost not even there. All right, I'm going to address this light in Celestial. Uh, hello? Uh, Little light? You, you speak out at, the, at these lights mm -hmm. uh, in Celestial, and we'll say telepathically you hear back, but it is in Celestial. Normally, telepathy just kind of like yeah. is its own, you know, you understand whatever it is, but specifically the, this telepathy that you're getting back um, is in celestial and you hear um the phrase acquire it in your head what do you mean by that little light and then it just responds reach i reach into the pond where the little kaleidoscope of light is and i attempt to acquire it you attempt to acquire. As you do that, um, you're, you're, you put your fingers or your hand where, where the slide is, and it feels like there's nothing there for a moment. It's just water. But then it's, it feels like the slide is solidifying around your hand, 
becoming less translucent. Uh, and eventually you can feel like it, it's pretty weighty. There's now like an object in your hands. It's still hard to see through the water, but it, it does look as colorful as what you were seeing, but now much more colorful because the light is uh, more there, more tangible. And when you lift this out of the the water, you you lift effectively a mass of colorful feathers that are completely dry upon bringing them out uh, and appear to be a cloak made out of these feathers that now everyone can see. Well, that's pretty. Uh, that here's nice. here's a picture of a cloak. It Just imagine it being made more of like, Ooh. I don't know, coatal feathers or something. All right. Let's do some like detect magic and read aura and whatnots on this this here item. Hey, now now there is magic. Now it seems to actually be here. Now it's physically mm -hmm. here. Um, <clears throat> and when you read aura, Where'd you go? Keep, you gotta pull it up to make sure I tell you the correct aura. Uh, it is got illusory magic on it. Illusion school. Uh, if you want, you can attempt a nature check or arcana or occultism or religion to identify the magic within this cloak. All right. Nature, I have 20. You're not clear on what it is, but anyone else can attempt this now. Anyone that can, because now it's actually here. You yeah. can do the typical identifying stuff. That right. yeah, I, I, I yeah, I step out of the water with it. And That's I hold it beautiful. Up. I didn't even see yeah. that in there. Yeah, I heard a telepathic voice tell me to uh, acquire it and to reach out. I would. It was uh, talking to me in celestial. It, it was a little bit ominous, though. Oh, <laughs> huh? And Ev turns yeah, and looks yeah. down into the water, and then shoves his hands into the water and like feels around, grins like you know, like just a happy old fool. And then you you grasp onto something, you pulls... and pull out, and it's the morgue's tongue. Ooh. <laughs> he like whips it around a bit. Maybe I can distill this into something, and just puts and... that away. You let go, and then your hand feels numb. <laughs> hmm. Do you know it what it does? That, uh, you've been, it's, it no. seems you've been blessed by Pati Kuwato. Yeah. Uh, you you got any idea on the cloak, uh, Ev, Saren? Um, I, I can look it over. Uh, Ev would chant for Ridora, Sama, Nuguvu, and then start looking over. What skills can I use? Arcana, nature, occultism, or religion. <sighs> Best for me. Is what about bardic lore? Bardic lore would work too. I'll say. I'll make a bardic lore check. Not twelve. Fine. Twenty-eight for. Okay. Twenty. I've take some time to figure this out and is eventually deduces that it's got the same effects as a cloak of elven kind. Hmm. So you can wear it and invest it and it lets you cast ghost trip at will and once per day you can turn invisible with it. Alright, well awesome. I put my uh, cloak of quaddle kind on. Ooh. Yeah. I love it. 
and uh, if and when you use the the effects of the invisibility, what will happen is the colors on it will change to match your surroundings to make you look invisible. Oh, I love it. You did it. You found something in the water. Well, I hope this uh, divinity or spirit um, wants to talk to you more as we go through. Yeah, we'll see. So, uh, when you touched the morgue tongue, your hand started to go numb? Yeah, just briefly. Are, are you keeping the morgue tongue? Oh, yeah, I thought maybe we could sell it or something. Uh, okay, all right. Good to know. Uh, eventually, its paralyzing agent will be all used up, so you can't turn it into a cool paralyzing whip. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking sell it for, you know. Yeah. Alchemy stuff. Sure. Where to next, everybody? Um, I would look around well, the rest spend... of the room, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can search the rest of this room. Yeah. Since we basically fought the creature and found the cloak. Sounds like Sidani would want to refocus while doing that. Oh, good point. Yes. Yeah, you guys search and I will refocus. <clears throat> I just uh, did a run-of-the-mill perception check. 22. 27 for me. I rolled a 19. Uh, further searches don't really turn up much of anything. Um, you can see that the store has the rooster symbol, mm. uh, and that's about it. There's not much else going on. Just the water that grants gifts. I mean, at least it's not a sword. Then you'd end up in charge of something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't work for my lifestyle. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Once Ziadani's done refocusing, is that probably about the time that we can be released from our prison and hook up our companions with some different pressure uh, pressure plates to sure. stand on? If you want, you can. Yeah, you can make the time work so you can get back to that. So I will move you back to that room. And uh, you can decide what you want to do next. Well, if we have something heavy, we can open up the bore. And then maybe we ask after they step off to get us in through the eagle symbol, they open up the hen. So opening, opening the eagle only requires two button presses, so you could do the eagle and the bore together. Yeah, we could we... get a statue that we could put on the boar. Then close yeah. the coyote door after it. I support that. There we go. I think it's smart. Just work our way through the boar and then the hen and then the loaf. Yeah. All right. 
Boar first. Boar first. Boar first. You head in boar first. And sure hope it's entertaining. Huh. You wouldn't want it to be. Don't don't you say it. We're gonna leave you behind, Ev. <laughs> quiet. We don't want it to be quiet. All right, you get the board door, board door, um, board door. Uh huh. I presume we can't walk anyway. with it. Because um, <laughs> one does not simply <laughs> walk with a board door. Uh, yeah. Inside is. What did we just say? <laughs> inside is a a two foot by two foot raised stone panel bearing the markings of a fan. Oh, we got the fan button. Mm hmm. Yeah. I can't for the life of me remember where the fan door is. But... It's, it's the floor above you. Okay. This The fan door matters a lot more if it's only the four of you. But seeing as you have basically a bunch of extra button presses amongst the NPCs and stuff, it's not really going to matter too much. Yeah, where point. was the fan upstairs? It was upstairs with the deer door. Had we already gotten into whatever area it leads to, or is yes, that you still... have. Okay, so it's then just, we don't need to worry about this. Yeah, it's just an alternate way to open that door, so you can unpress the deer switch and mm. unpress the fan door and stuff. Gotcha. You know, I am so glad that we have all these NPCs, because maybe keeping track of all these things works well for some people, but for me, my brain would have glazed over and melted if we... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess we eventually eventually open the hen door, I'm guessing. Yep, go back and do hen next. Um, and as you're coming back to do the hen, um, before you even make it into the, the hall, oh. where you, um, there is a, a creature that wasn't here before. Looks like um, how would I describe this? I would describe it by pulling up its entry. Thankful because we let him out. <laughs> um, Appreciate it. It looks like an undead human, but its limbs are all twisted and, and bending the wrong way. It almost looks like it's kind of doing a crab walk thing. Uh, I'm going to show you this picture. Just ignore all the stats that come up with it. Oh, that is scary. Oh, I love Easy. those guys. I did them for Starfinder. <laughs> you all right. Uh, anyone play, following along at home, you can open the best gear to page 157 to see that picture. Um, it just hisses at you oh. as it approaches. Can I make a bardic lore check to and, try and identify uh, what it is? Sure. Then I shall do that. 26. Ooh. 26, you identify that this creature is a Kurobozu, who are, this specifically calls out, monks who violated their monastic vows in life and might arise after death to become undead horrors. Um, they feast upon the breasts of mortals. And, uh, well, they're undead. They're not immune or resistant to anything, 
but they can steal your breath, which is no good. Don't don't get paralyzed by them. I will share this information with the group. Equip sword. Prepare for slashing. All right. Well, I, I guess we destroy it. I think we better. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, it depends. Do you want to give up all your breath and become an undead? Not right now. I think now. I would rather roll an issue. All right. Well, then that would be that would be destroy it then. This has been a No Direction production. Valiant is an original homebrew campaign and is possible with the support of listeners like you. If you would like to support Valiant and the rest of the No Direction network, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash no direction. Join us next time for the next episode of Valiant. <laughs>